four questions for you. Put your hand up. Who here? No, I don't mean just put your hand up. <laughs> Although I do like your sense of obedience, I really <laughs> Put your hand up if you like food. Yeah, yeah pizza? Chocolate? Yeah, two hands up down there, that's good. Uh, what about the good stuff? What about fruit? What about vegetables? Lean chicken? Oily fish? That's good. All of us, pretty well. Food's good. Okay, put your hand up if you like watching sport. Okay, no, that's not me, I'm afraid. Um, I hope you enjoyed the Olympics. Weren't the Olympics good, I believe? I didn't actually, I have to confess, didn't see any of it. The two weeks holiday we had was so full. I just didn't watch any, but I understand it was good. Put your hand up if you like doing sports, you know, exercise. You, you do karate or you go cycling to work or you, yeah, a bit like Stuart, I'm sort of like this. <laughs> I mean, all of this is illusion. <laughs> this step machine is not, it's not really me. Um, I do exercise, but I find it hard to stick to it, to keep on keeping on. I know proper, proper sports people and proper exercises. You know, the Olympics and people who are doing park runs left, right, centre, they stick at it. They keep on keeping on. And I find that hard. So I set myself this challenge. I find that hard to keep on keeping on. Anyway, what was my other question? Oh, yeah. Put your hand up if you like gardening. No, oh, that's half of you. Again, I can't really put my hand up for that one. I'm not really into gardening, but I do sort of understand the mechanics. You know, sunshine, water, got a seed, maybe a little bit of pruning, a little bit of weeding, and, and hopefully it'll grow. Something like that. Some people are looking at me. There's more to it than that. But the passage JJ read so brilliantly, the passage had a lot in it, and it was all about gardening. Or farming. Kitchen gardening. It was about growing something that would actually produce a crop that you could harvest. Not just pretty flowers, but something that would sustain people. And um, just just run through the run through the parable. You were all listening, so I don't need to say it again. But um, you were listening, weren't you? Yeah. Good. Um, some of the seed that he sowed went on the path. Birds took it away. Some of it went on the dry, stony ground, and it tried to grow, but it was too arid, too dry. The sun parched it. And it didn't work. And some landed on some quite good ground, but there were already weeds and thorns there, and they just grew up around it and choked it. And only when the conditions were good, only when all the conditions were right, was the seed able to grow. So that's interesting. It's got a couple of really odd things about this parable. I don't know if you've thought about this, but one of them is who employed that seller? <laughs> what was he doing chucking it on the park? I mean, more training, please. The other question is, why didn't the farmer optimise his chances by preparing the ground? Why didn't he send his lackeys down there to rake the stones away and maybe churn up the ground a bit? Maybe there was some damper ground underneath. Why didn't they go down and dig up all the roots of the weeds and the thorns and clear that space so that it was better for the seeds to be sown? Now, Jesus told the story. We heard his explanation. God's the sower. The seeds, the word, and all the different types of people are the sort of people into whose life God seeds, God sows the seed. So we understand Jesus' explanation of it. Why did he leave the thing about, which, which all farmers would do, preparing the ground? I think, if you can hear the creaking, by the way, that's the stepper. It's not my news. I think it's because he wanted us, the listeners, 
to be doing the thinking about that missing piece. Because I think God wants us to be involved in preparing the ground in our hearts. In the farmland of our hearts, the kitchen garden of our hearts, we need to take a role in trying to make sure that the fertile ground is there that will receive the seed instead of rocky stone and thorny ground. So what does that mean? Preparing your soil. Well, it's a bit like fitness and exercise, just to try and squeeze it into the theme of the whole series. It's a bit like, a bit like the Olympics. And, and all those people who have to take care of their bodies to make sure they perform an optimum. It's all to do with who you are and what you are, with what you do and what you consume. And if what you do is pretty well nothing, except maybe sit on the sofa a bit, play a few games, watch the TV, drink Coke. Okay, top on. And if what you consume is bad and what you do is not good for you, then you're not going to end up very fit. But if what you do is you find excuses, and then it's not just sofas, it's not just couch potatoes I'm talking about, I'm talking about the people who take the lifts all the time, I'm talking about the people who walk, who drive to the shops when you can walk. And we all do it, I do it. But if you find an excuse to be doing something active, if you walk to the shops, if you take the stairs, um, and if you eat better stuff, at least less of that, and more fruit and veg and stuff like that, soon you'll find you've got the makings of a healthier lifestyle, just like that spirituality, isn't it? What you do, what you consume. If what you do, okay, is grown and known about people, slag them off behind their back. If what you do is come to church maybe on Sunday, but then go out to work and do people down in deals. If what you do is you uh, gang up on people in the playground. If what you do is not spiritually healthy and what you consume is not good, if you're watching too many violent movies, if you're watching um, too much, too many, reading too many comics, then what about turning it around? What about feeding ourselves with a, with a diet that is better? And what about taking on a training regime that's better spiritually? Now listen, by the way, this is new to me. And some of this stuff is new. I know I'm preaching to myself, you're just eavesdroppers. I need to fix myself a better regime. A better regime spiritually. I've got to pray more. I've got to read the Bible more. Sometimes you can stop and just get out of the habit. So I'm talking to myself. The thing is, there's a difference in that farmer situation from real life, I think. And the difference is this. Farmers sow their seed like once or maybe twice a year and harvest once or twice a year. But God is sowing the seed of his word into you, into your hearts, every day, every minute. You may not be aware of it. You may be being a bit like a path at times, and it just doesn't take root. But he's sowing it, even on the path of your life. And so, if we're going to get involved in preparing the land in a sort of spiritual fitness regime, a spiritual diet, we've got to learn how to do it continually. And the problem with that is that it means it's a journey. You heard them say the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. You heard that. If not, you heard it just then. 
And that's supposed to be quite encouraging. It means that, you know, it's just one step and you've started, you're on your way. Now, my steps are about three foot long, let's say it's a yard. I make that 1,759,999 steps to do after the first one. And most of us feel that about journeys ahead of us, particularly if it's, if it's discipline, if it's tricky. We feel the mountain's too, too, too high, we feel we're too far from God, we're too tied up with the, all the steps we, we aren't yet due to take. I've got news for you. Only one step is important, the next step. If you haven't started at all, then it will be your first step. But that doesn't matter. It's the next one that matters. And it's the easiest step to take. You can take it because it's right in front of you. You can go for prayer today, now. You can, you can lift your, ignore me, lift your thoughts to God and say 30 seconds of time with him saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. You can do it now. Don't wait till the end of the talk. You could talk to someone afterwards and ask them about their life and show compassion. Now, it's a single step. That's all. It is easy. But once you've taken it, it's gone. Don't worry about the steps you've taken. The most important step then is the next one. And it's easy, because it's right in front of you. You could spend another 30 seconds with God. Or you could ask someone else about their time. Or you could offer help to the person who asked first. And another step. And another step. The only one that matters is the one in front of you, and that's how you can get going. I'm not saying it's easy to keep going. It's not easy to keep going. I found that today. But whenever you stop, there's no reason to think that's the end of the journey, because it's still the very next step that matters most. Look for the opportunity to turn your heart into fertile ground, somehow. And um, there's two things I want to squeeze in at the end. Okay, about this thing about keeping on, keeping on, and fitness, and athletics, and so on. I drove here past the uh, David Lloyd Centre. In, 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 I don't know if you've seen it. They have got a massive sign outside, but it could be outside any church in the country. In big, bold, bright, white lights, it says, Come to life. Come to life. And that's what fitness does for you physically. And that's what God does for you spiritually. And the other thing is going back to the training montage. You've seen you know, Rocky doing his training with that music. That's training. That's not the fight. But boy, is it important. And something Ron said a few weeks ago, I don't know if you've repeated it since, but that stuck with me. Training is for the fight. And what you do in here, and what you do on your spiritual step machine, keeping your own life on the straight and narrow, is not an end in itself. Ron said, this is for that. <clears throat> what you get in here, what you get from the Bible, what you get in your time from God, is not ending with you. It's to take out there. Because otherwise, fitness is just a personal achievement. Tick, what do you do? But these seeds, God says, need to grow, they need to produce fruit, and it needs to sustain you. So, uh, that's it really. Thank you very much for listening. What money you give me? Water. Bye-bye.